what's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show, the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. We're bigger than ever. And yes, we are awesome. I'm Justin, here with Meals. Yo, what is up? <laughs> much. Crazy week. Uh, it's, yeah, it's been a crazy week. We're approaching closer to Thanksgiving, which I'm 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 kind of happy about because I want to eat. Um, it is cold in New York City, which has started my seasonal depression right on cue. Nice. Um, I have a big so. All right, here's this. Maybe we can make sense of this quickly on the podcast. I know we don't have that much time this week, but maybe we can make sense quickly on the podcast. Maybe I, you can be my therapist for this sort of situation. Okay. So I'm going to Anime NYC later this week. Ooh. It is the first anime convention that I've ever been to. And part of that's because of the lookout, you know. Um, I'm going with Jamal and Jeff. Yes. So I'm looking forward to this. But also, I my brain can't just look forward to things. It has to say, wow. Bad stuff? Huh? You're thinking of bad stuff first? It's not even, it's just like, oh my God, I have so much things to do. Like, oh, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to be here. I got to be there. Like, it's less than my brain isn't just letting go and just saying, enjoy yourself. And it's more saying, like, look at all the stuff that you have to do as well. Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Uh, do you ever have to? <laughs> do you? Is there is there any times where you just kind of, like, let your brain go? Well, listen, Mills, I can't let my brain go for the next six months because... As of, as of, uh, you're the wrong person to ask exactly as of saturday i have one of the biggest days of my life in may and so uh i think what you should do is take that and realize that as i said in the first episode you ain't diddy and you are allowed that's to, not see you allowed, now you're using it in a different context nah, 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 nah. <laughs> You are allowed to enjoy your time with your friends and just let loose a little bit. This has been a, such a long time coming. There's so much content to get. I think if there's anything that you need to be getting is pictures with all of them and 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 shots and really cool stuff and 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 things like that. Because I think I that hate we, planning things. <laughs> oh, you're the, the biggest planner. Get the hell out of here. You're I, the but biggest here's the thing. Planner. I hate. So. All right. So I, I plan things, of course, for our content and stuff like that because I thoroughly enjoy it. But, like, planning stuff – all right. And, and also, I know you guys and everyone has kind of bought into what we're doing and stuff like that. But I always have a fear, and I've said this before and expressed this before of the podcast. I'm planning, like, events and stuff because, one, I have to – I put a lot of things into other people's hands. Um, in terms of whether they'll come or what are they doing or something along those lines or will it happen? Won't it happen? Will will this go right? Will this go wrong? And all that stuff goes on my head. And I'm just like, yo, I can't even like right now. I wouldn't say it's anxiety. I mean, maybe it's a little anxiety. Maybe I'm just fucking capping myself. But like, I'm like, OK, we got to we got to reach the point B and I, I keep saying, like, in a couple of days, this weekend will all be over. And I'm like, but I don't want to think like that. Like, I want to enjoy my time. And I know I'm going to enjoy my time. But why do I have to, like, trip myself up with all these thoughts before my brain? I don't know. Maybe this isn't. Maybe we need to bring in a, a psychological counselor. Usually I, usually I wouldn't advise this to anyone. 
Because you know I have okay. a TED talk about this. Maybe you should smoke some weed. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yo, we're the only pod- wrestling podcast, I'm assuming, with two hosts who do not smoke. And I don't know how that <laughs> shakes down. I don't know if in 213 episodes, people are just going to be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I, I I, mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm against that. That's evil. It's the, it's, the, it's the wacky weeds. But I think you need to do a little wacky weed. No, you know? I'm good. I can't, like, my, I don't like operating on that speed. Okay, slow speed. All right. Uh, <laughs> before we start, I want to thank everybody last week who shared and and showed so much love to our interview with Big E, WWE champion. We predicted the Roman Reigns thing. It happened right after. It not got announced right after the episode. What our our influence? Okay, we, we put a call in to to Adam Pierce, who I think he's wilding lately, Mills, but he made it happen for us. This nigga's on edge, but. <laughs> Uh, he, he's yeah. more than on edge. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, first things first, as you know, old thing before. Shout out to everyone who listened to the interview and who has supported us. It really does feel like we're just getting started, and we're over two hundred episodes in. Like yeah. when you make these goals and you you know, seek them out and you don't really settle. I mean, we could have easily settled. And I think probably at some point we did. We were just like, what's crazy is Big E, we wanted, and if people want behind the scenes kind of this, Big E was probably one of the first people that we wanted on the podcast. And we wanted him for the, I think it was the three-year anniversary or three-year anniversary. So this was when he was just drafted to, um, he's drafted a SmackDown by himself and we right. wanted to talk to him and stuff like that. And we always wanted that. And we were trying to get him and we had asked, you know, people that we know and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, people came through. Some people didn't come through. We asked, oh, can you ask him and blah, blah, blah. And people was like, oh, I'll ask him and nothing happened and stuff like that. Um, and then we just kind of like, we tucked it in and, you know, we would see all, also a lot of other different outlets and they would be having these interviews and they would be having these discussions. And we deep down inside, we knew that we would have the best because we understand this thing. We understand one, the the culture of it all, but two, we are not. The A show is like what we not represent. Yes. <laughs> We're not lame. I don't, I was, yeah, that too. But like, I think we represent something that's bigger than just professional wrestling, right? Like, we're not necessarily, even though we are a wrestling podcast, I think what we represent is just something beyond. There's like culture and, you know, professionalism and stuff like that. We were both, you know, you know, you ha- you're doing amazing in your career. I'm doing, you know, I'm I guess I'm doing all right for myself. But like we're reputable in different areas other than this. So we bring that into it when we talk about and have these discussions. When we're talking about yeah. Big E and music and Bianca and music, you know that's coming from a real place because both of our backgrounds do deal a lot with covering all this stuff. Um Yeah. Yeah, and I mean when, you, this, when we when we shut the laptop, so to speak. We going off to do some great stuff 
And yeah, you know, sometimes you got to keep me in, in tune with some stuff that's going on. Or I got to go into the discord, shout out to the discord or, you know, we got to keep each other on because that we, we, we're trying to push this thing forward and we're doing a lot, a lot of other stuff. So it's like, we, we don't have the time to really be jaded that much. That's why I think that the show is still enjoyable because it's like, it's not, it's not all that we do. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But once again, thank you guys for listening to the interview and supporting the interview. And please keep sharing. I, by the end of 2021, we're definitely going to formally announce this, but 2021 has been our biggest year ever. <laughs> the yeah. A show by far. <laughs> and not like, it's not like a peak of leaps and bounds and shit like that, but we've grown and we're just very, very proud of that. So, and the community that we've, uh, we've created as well. So uh, yeah, once again, thank you guys for last week. Let's get into No Holds Barred. Uh, we talked about full gear on the Patreon. So if you don't, if you don't have that, um, you can listen to our review there. But you can also listen to the review on the War Report this week if you want to listen to it from some real, some some actual professionals with this AW shit. And that is Quan, Quan Cyrus. But we do have to talk about some news that came out of AEW Full Gear. One of them being that regrettable portal moment of Tony Khan signing. ROH, former ROH champion, former ROH talent, Jay Lethal, which did not get the response that I think that they were they were waiting for or looking for, and has once again caused another culture war. And the son IW- came out looking like Disco Inferno, by the way. <laughs> oh, this man can't dress. This man cannot dress. You're starting somewhere new. Like, come on, gussy it up a bit, you weirdo. All right, go ahead. <laughs> as you, as and you know, in case you didn't know. Jay Lethal was implicated in speaking out last summer uh, by several women, including Taylor Hendricks and Kelly Klein, and one anonymous woman who uh, is yet to be named, uh, and keeping women down if they didn't have sex with him, uh, threatening women, all of that, all of the above. This isn't cool for many reasons, and I think it wasn't cool that no journalists really called it out and still haven't really called it out, and to this day, haven't said much about it, yet he has a match on Dynamite this week against Sammy Guevara, which he will more than likely win. Nah, it's for the TNT championship. He's probably going to lose. Even so, oh wait, he's black too. Never mind. No, but yeah, no. there you go. He's black. Um, <clears throat> how did you feel about this, Mills? I, I feel like this, is, this was in a line of boneheaded, scatterbrained, tone-deaf things that they could have done and try and justify. This has been the top but I think that it's even way worse on these people who kind of bad faith argue every single thing from every other company. And that goes from Bram being booked to Marty Skrull being booked at certain places to Tessa Blanchard being booked. At, you know, and wow, they have been completely silent about this. I think the hubris of the arrogance of the leader of AEW is eventually going to bite him in the ass at one point or another. Uh it, I mean, between that, like it's it's a it's tone deaf, but it also doesn't surprise me considering like the day before the pay per view, they have in the media call. One of the women asks about um, asks ask about like the representation with women on the roster, and he's like, uh, "Excuse me, I'm gonna cut you off right there because it was it was me who did financial backing to NWA Empower, and I don't think I got enough credit for that." And I said, "Oh wow, you're an asshole." <laughs> So it doesn't surprise me that he would kind of like, he has to know the allegations, right? Like this is something that you just 
do. Like, for instance, right? Let me give this another example. The challenge, because everything in my life centers back to the challenge in some way or another. The challenge do a massive background check um, when you're going on the show. They do a psychological test. You have to get a physical. You got to make sure that you're all, you know, I don't think they've done vaccinated shit as of yet, but I'm pretty sure that's on the way. You have to get all your shots, et cetera, like that. You're going to a different country. You're going to be on TV, all this other stuff, insurance, blah, blah, blah. One thing now that they've incorporated into this is a social media background, which means they scour your social media for memes or comments or anything of the rather news, any type of background check that you have. And if you fail that, you are not allowed on the show. And and that's mainly because of the things that had happened last year with a lot of racist stuff, with like Vanderpump Rules and the challenge and a lot of other stuff that just isn't accepted in today's society. The fact that AEW, that is supposed to be this progressive company moving forward with this, can't necessarily incorporate that as well or won't stand on their morals in doing that because they are too afraid. I don't know what to lose. Like, mm-hmm. y'all rich. Y'all on TV. You have, you know, there are people, yes, behind the company who probably are friends with this guy and probably vouch for him. But as an owner, as someone who is investing within this company and doesn't want to create an uncomfortable working environment, because essentially now you're telling your own, you know, people in this company that they are forced to accept this um, at the end of the day. You're you're not explicitly telling them that, but you're saying like, this guy is going to be here. He's going to work here. And yeah, his past is what his past is, but we're looking towards the future now and we're ignoring that. And they believe that the yeah. internet, com- they're, they're believing that the internet complaining about this is some sort of problem with the internet. And this is cancel culture. And this is how, it, and this is why nothing is able to get done and all this other stuff like that. I was like, no, have the balls to say, we don't, we're not accepting this. We're not going to tolerate this and we're not going to do this. And the media itself, I think you guys need to have the balls as well because y'all, and I'm not making this an AEW versus WWE thing, but when the Velveteen Dream allegations come out, you couldn't stop people from asking Triple H about this shit. Yeah. But y'all don't have the same energy for Tony Khan asking him about, but what about this? And it's like, oh, it's not the time and the place. So when is the time and the place? Y'all have five of these media scrolls per fucking year. So when is the time and the place? After the Talk is Jericho interview? After he debuts on Dynamite, after he's into the company and becomes a world champion or a TNT champion or stuff like that. So when is the conversation going to be had? Like as journalists, you have to understand that sometimes you have to ask uncomfortable questions and people are going to have to answer these uncomfortable questions because these aren't something that you can just leave out in the dark. People are affected by this. I'm I'm disappointed. I'm, I really am. And I don't know when this this is going to come up. I don't know when it's going to be written about. I don't know what it is. Everyone loves to go to the AEW shows and be part of media. I understand it. I'm sure it's a great time. You get free tickets. You get to high five all your friends and meet all your friends, go out for chicken fingers and all this other shit like that. Um, But at the same time, like hold yourself to your, you know, responsibility, especially to the people, especially to the victims, especially to all this other stuff like that. And you have to ask the tough questions. Yeah, you you know you said it you said it better than um you said it better than I could have said it. um I I I think that and and be clear Triple H answered those velveteen questions terribly we're not defend you know because right, right. people 
well, if you do this, you know, no, we're not saying Triple H handled it bad. I don't think, and we, we're on record saying that he, they, all of them handled Velveteen terribly. We said that you should have made a move before that mass release. What, what was it like the top of the year? Uh, yeah, it was like yeah, top yeah. of the year. But like, <clears throat> you know, I, I think that again, Hubris is going to be their downfall. And I think that if you keep treating, if you keep telling and conditioning your fans to believe that women's wrestling is not important and, and that you've done so much, they will start to believe it. They will drink the Kool-Aid. And I think that goes with any company that that is that is trying to maneuver your belief in certain things. It's like, look at how like Marvel did Black Panther. They they would make you think that we they were on top of, you know, uh, of of making putting black people front and center, right? Because they mm-hmm. they had such a huge marketing campaign, movie made a, made a billion dollars, whatever, whatever. That it was it was too but but the thing is it they're they're too successful to fail. They they pushed they pushed an agenda and that's what it was. The same thing with WWE. They pushed the idea. And I think Mills, you said it best. I, I can't remember you said it. They they conditioned us for six years to believe that to, to think that women in the main event were, was okay. We knew it was okay, but they had to condition everyone else to believe that it was okay before it happened, right? Mm-hmm. What what is what is the messaging psychologically that Tony Khan and AEW saying women belong on YouTube? They don't belong in the main event except for maybe once a year. And that he's done so much for women just by these 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 calls to action that he doesn't need to do anymore. So what's he going to do with Jay Lethal? He's going to say, hey, it's okay that he's here. He's beside me. I'm co-signing it. We're such a great brand. We're such a woke brand. Same brand that employs people like Darby Allen, who, who was also implied in speaking out. But it's okay because you put him in a, in a, in a big position. He, you know, whatever. I think the worst person that got it was Sammy Rivera. More than that, I'd be pissed if I was him. I'd be fucking pissed. Mm-hmm. He went through a lot of shit. I'm not saying what he did was right. But he had publicly, they, they, they shamed him publicly. He had to apologize. He had to go to, he had to get suspended without pay. All that shit. Jay Lethal comes in with nothing. He gets hired, period. That's crazy. That's, <laughs> That's wild funny. as fuck. That's wild as fuck. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, you know, at the end of the day, y'all going to do whatever you want to anyway. And y'all going to accept whatever you want to anyway. Because the, 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 Y'all cape for whatever you guys want to, essentially. Whatever you think is within your boundaries of acceptance and stuff like that, y'all gonna like whatever y'all like anyway. But trust me, that shit is... I don't know. That shit is weird. And you guys... I think we as wrestling fans, if you love all these movements and you love creating all these movements, you need to not accept this. Um especially on your, you know, on your television. And wrestling is, it's a dirty sport. There's a numerous amount of accounts for this. There's numerous. People on the roster right now, people on both shows right now. It's a dirty, dirty, not like dirty, dirty thing, because it's not the wrestling that's dirty. It's the people who make it dirty. But at the end of the day, like, you need to not to accept this. Like, yeah. Yeah. use your voice and say that this isn't right or they need to speak about this or you need to you know something along those lines don't just like i like being i like having my hot dog and chips when i come to the arena and i don't want to necessarily sacrifice this for asking a question At, while everyone's high-fiving each other i don't want to be that guy who asks the question and suddenly yep. the high five stop um speaking of AEW, next thing on the docket kenny omega Worked a full gear with a hurt shoulder, but then it came out in a video that they dropped this week that he has a litany <clears throat> of different problems going on with his body right now, including something that he says vertigo. 
and concussion-like symptoms. He can't move his neck all the way. This guy is sounding like he is legitimately broken down. He's only about 38, 39 years old, and he's legitimately moving like a 50-year-old right now. Well, listen, which, when you have those 60-minute matches, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I look at it similar like Steph Curry in the NBA. Like, when you look at the the, the postseason for Steph Curry for a lot of years, and what happened to him is essentially like all those injuries kind of caught up to him. And for a majority of last year, he was out or the previous year before that, he had a broken hand and they just kept the nigga out. They were just like, yo, because of so many trips he took to the finals, so many times he had to go 16, you know, 16 fucking games past the 82 game season and shit like that. Like it takes a toll. And I think all those 60 minute Broadway shows in new Japan and getting kicked in the face really hard and getting dropped on your neck really hard and shit like that. While it's amazing, it's not the way to work. And even and the best in the business will tell you, you don't have to work that way to be over. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Stone Cold's looking at him like, uh, uh, come on, brother. <laughs> I, you know, I got dropped on my stack of dimes and, you know, <laughs> haven't took a bump since. <laughs> I didn't really switch I'm, up my style. I'm willing to think that, um, I'm willing to think that Kenny will probably be off TV for a while. If these he are, should be. These are real problems. I'm, I think he's he's had a long year. He has carried that brand or attempted to carry that brand for as, as long as he could. Give the man a, a rest. Let him get a break. I think they'll be fine with what they got. Move someone else up. I think mm-hmm. I think it's time. I, I, I mean, you can move up Cole. You can move up anybody. You know, like just move them into that position that he was in and everything will be fine. Um, but, but I mean, best wishes to him. I mean, I, I could tell, like, even when watching him, he, he looked a bit, he, he looked not as spry as he used to be. And I could right. definitely tell that. And, and I think that, um, it, it, it's definitely noticeable. And I think he does need to change his style. Bigly. Bigly. I agree. I agree. Next up. This was kind of weird because... There's many things that we don't, um, you know, we kind of tread carefully on things like this, especially with, with medical. Mm-hmm. So when Keith Lee got released, <clears throat> he put out a statement out last week saying that uh, he paid his, you know, he, I paid my bills and how, who, 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 how dare you think WWE paid my medical bills? Did you remember anyone saying anything about WWE not paying his medical bills? You know, I don't know, but I don't doubt that there's people on the corners of the internet who said that. I can't personally see anyone. I don't know anyone personally in my circle because I don't even think that's like a thought in our brain that that would be the case. But I can definitely see people making because people felt so emotional regarding his release and stuff like that, that like. And then people felt in response to those type of people who, who wanted to say something like, I can easily see that being said. Okay. So he said that. And last week, uh, someone asked about it. And I can't remember who this, who this, uh, who started this, this run, but um, PW Insider actually came out with a statement or a lot of people place, a lot of people place the statement. Sorry if I, if I didn't attribute the right person who asked initially WWE, but they responded by saying, Keith Lee's recent comments implying WWE failed to pay his medical bills are erroneous. 
WWE has an extensive healthcare program for the medical care of its in-ring performers, and Mr. Lee was part of this program with the company. Should Mr. Lee have any concerns over the payment of medical bills, he is welcome to address them with WWE. Whoa. Dude, that talk was, to us. When they want to be petty, they can be petty. And we know this. This, to me, seemed like more than, more than just a warning. To me, it, seemed, it, it felt like a it felt like a slap with a wrist, like where it's like, stop it, mm. like you don't want to do this. They got receipts. We remember the, the the whole punk trial. They got receipts. I mean, yeah, they're a business. They gotta have those receipts. Like they gotta have those things. It honestly could have been a miscommunication, a misunderstanding. But it, you know, it's definitely a weird situation. To, um, at least it it. WWE, who I guess um, takes very seriously the wellness of their superstars when they're in the ring, or even if they're out of the ring right now, because they still pay for people's um, um, if they want to go to rehab or any type of mental therapy or stuff like that. They take they definitely care about the wellness of the superstars, and it, and it shows from Keith Lee over the last year. They kept them out so long after the COVID bout because of his. They found something. Um, within him that he addressed, you know, when he eventually returned to the roster. But they care about the wellness of their superstars. So I, I'm certainly they felt, I'm sure they felt a way about like, what? What? Why would you even say that? Like, I, I don't know why he would even say that publicly. I can understand him saying that privately. Publicly just doesn't seem like a good idea to me to, to say. I feel like that's one of those things where it's like, I, I feel like wrestlers, like good and bad love to let fans in on certain things that I, I feel like starts up more issues for themselves and other and and starts again another culture war where it's like we got proof of i mean from other people that they've that they've been well taken care of even after they've been released mm-hmm. so i think that it's 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 really it was a really odd thing for him to say out of nowhere unprompted but also odd that WWE even responded in that way and right. Do you think there's any any smoke to this fire? Do you think he'll 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 come back and say something? Because the thing is, I think he'll address it when his no compete clause is up. Well, he addressed. I mean, he addressed it when it was on. <laughs> well, well, no, yeah, I think he'll address or, or retort to that when his no compete is up. I think he should just stop saying anything about it right now. He should. Yeah, I I I agree with that. I I think he needs to. He probably needs to be quiet. I I think like I, I I just thought it was it was an odd thing to um to to come out with. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I guess we'll stay we'll stay tuned on um we'll stay tuned on on the the happenings of that. But I mean, at the end of the day, I I still believe that you know someone asked me you know does does this burn his bridge and coming back? I'm like no because I mean Punk was still gonna come back and he still came back. You know and like. That's to me like him and Warrior are like the the DefCon Five of people who left <laughs> on the bad terms, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and he still orbited or came or at least came directly back or were about right. to. I don't think this knocks Keith Lee away at, at all, but I mean, I there's a bunch of questions because I mean, I we do know that they found the heart thing during a during you know trying to get him back for from the COVID thing, and you know who knows the Keith Lee thing is is gonna continue to be confusing until mm-hmm. until the and they're not going to say anything about it and we got we kind of have to go off of what he says so we'll see we will see but um after we come back 
we're going to dig into Survivor Series 2021. Uh, a car that, I mean, if we knew anything about it, it just got built in the last three days. But uh, we're also going to we're gonna touch on SmackDown and Raw, I think. I think Smack, I think Raw more than SmackDown. But after we come back from the show, we'll have the show reviews and the predictions for Survivor Series on the A Show. Hey, McKenzie. One second, one second. Put it in the bus. In the bus. Do not wake the baby. Do not wake the baby. McKenzie, what you got? Earlier tonight, you teamed with the Usos, who are a part of SmackDown. But on Sunday, you'll be a part of Team Raw. Oh, <laughs> you want to rephrase that question, right? Now, I'm not going to be a part of Team Raw. I'm going to lead Team Raw to glorious victory this Sunday at Survivor Series. Because leading is what I was born to do. Just like tonight, when I led the Usos to victory out there. <laughs> but after Survivor Series, I'm going to turn my attention to Big E. And simply put, I'm going to take the WWE Championship. And I'm going to lead this show my show, the A Show, Monday Night Raw, to the mountaintop. Because I am visionary. I am a revolutionary. I am Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> Not with the baby. Not wake the baby. I don't want to hear nothing about the baby after this fucking week. <laughs> <laughs> Do not wake the baby. Uh, there was a lot of reasons I picked that clip. I mean, obviously, don't wake the baby's classic, but oh, it's a also, classic line. Also, obviously, he said the A show there, so I got to clip that. There out. you go. Listen, I noticed it, and I would hope you would have as well. <laughs> I think I think Seth's trying to tell us something. I think he's. You think? I think he's trying to tell us something. I don't. I don't know. What do you think? I, I mean, if we want to take a, if we want to walk on the sun, if we want to take a step to the wild side, if we want to enter the Thunderdome once again, we're open arms, baby. Hey, show. Well, Seth, invitations out there, Seth. What's good? And I'll ask him all types of questions, man. I'll definitely ask him all types of questions. I, if Seth comes on the show, all ROH questions. All ROH questions. <laughs> all top. I don't care. That's the dream. <laughs> all ROH questions. I this guy was like my motherfucking the way I feel about like like Finn and Ricochet now, that's that was who Tyler Black was to me back in the day. Like that mm. was the guy. I love I love Seth Rollins from 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 then on. Like he he was the guy to me. But um Seth Rollins, of course, part of a stacked five one five uh Survivor series. Tag match, which should probably be the main event. Maybe, maybe not. I would nah, probably not gonna be the main event. Uh, Owens going, so whatever's closing the fucking show, it better be good. <laughs> um, what do you want to start? Do you want to start the shows and then just kind of go in, in, and loop around to to SS? Let's, let's uh, you know, let's brief. Let's let's take instead of doing Raw and then SmackDown, let's put them both together. Because I think there is a little bit of a link between both. And the first link I want to talk about is the War Words. 
the Cold War between Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. Oh my God. Doing it again. <laughs> they barring each other up, but we don't have to, we're not going through three, four months of it this time. Um, oh, that was my favorite. Like, I know people felt like a way about that, but I was just like, look, look at that. She got y'all. <laughs> she commands. She commands your, you. Your people were happy to go with it. <laughs> hey, Norfolk was loud as they loved it. Listen, they ain't seen wrestling in almost two years. It was, it you you would have thought they ain't seen wrestling since WCW with the, how fucking loud they were. All right. Sneaks. <laughs> 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 uh oh <laughs> yo they're gonna put her on a fucking shirt hold on i gotta play my uh oh now hold on lumi d or jarul which one jarul <laughs> okay <laughs> oh my god oh do they not have this on apple music wait a minute uh, uh wow they don't have- huh what, what don't they have uh oh, by Ja Rule featuring Lil Wayne. Oh, uh oh, that one. Yeah. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, get it and go. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. You don't remember that? You're the only nigga in the world that remembers that. I will step on your building from the steps of my building. I love that Lil Wayne verse, bro. Come on. Y'all hear this? That's it. You end this, and that was like lined up. I had this like Lil Wayne like mixtape of all his like features and shit, and had like Freeway Step Back, and like fuck, what else you had? Ludacris grew up a screw up and shit, man. Uh oh. <laughs> anyway, man. Uh, that that kind of took up a lot of, of I mean that was the most memorable thing of SmackDown to me. I I, I understand. And responded on Raw too. How do you feel about this that? I mean, I thought that the the Becky Liv Morgan uh, segment was really good. I thought it was good. That was awesome. They are that's, that's... beautiful people. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're, they're setting up Liv as a really good um as a really good uh stopgap until we get to Becky and Bianca again. I think that that's this really good few for for um, Becky to be in right now. I would. Can I just have a hot take? Sure. In terms of just women's divisions right now. Sure. How the fuck can one month they do it so terribly and then this month they do it so good? It's I just don't fucking it, know. <laughs> it boggles my mind, but the WWE women's division is this month at least been fantastic. They've been great. Listen, as long as Liv Morgan does better than Tay Conti, I that's all I need. That's yeah. all I need. She's put in this position. The people wanted her in this position for a long time. I think this is once again proof. If you're around long enough, if you survive all the <laughs> releases, apparently, and you're there, you will get a title shot. And not to say that Liv Morgan is like some bottle of the barrel, like a Dana Brooke or something along those lines. Who just wow! All right, she didn't deserve that. <laughs> I will always have smoke for Dana Brooke. Um, but it's not like one of those. But like. You know, we didn't know when Liv would get here. When Liv started as, like, Universe 6 Carmella, like, <laughs> we didn't know where the fuck was going to go here. But I'm very happy to see the person that she's grown into and uh, the contender that she is. Great. So, you know what? Shout out to Liv Morgan for doing yeah. a great job this week. 
You got you got Queen Zelina in her own storyline. You got Dewdrop and Bianca in her storyline. That's just on Raw. On SmackDown, you got Tony Storm and and Charlotte now uh, building. You got Shotzi and Sasha building as well. Um, you have Naomi and Shayna and Sonya building. And that's on a two hour show. That's a beautiful thing. I can't believe it. And a month, ago, right. a month ago, a month ago, we like they didn't even get any time to be on the TV. Now they're all over it. So. <laughs> Again, it's like we said, like they, they are conditioning you. And then if they, if they had the power to do it, they could do a whole show with just these women. But I think they're having three. I, I think it's like a, a even three and three on, on the on the men's side of SmackDown as far as storylines go. I think it might be a little bit four and three, I think, on Raw. But mm-hmm. that's good. I'm, that's that's fantastic. I, I mean, giving Nikki Ash a little storyline too. Something's changed in the last month there, writing-wise. And, and I think they need to keep doing that. Um, what else happened on Raw that pertains that does not pertain to uh Survivor Series? Series. <laughs> um, shit. Um, shit. I guess I don't know. Um, <laughs> Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens was a bop. Oh, I guess that does uh, pertain to Survivor Series. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? How about this? Slim Shanky. <laughs> Hey man, we gotta talk about Hit Row. I don't know if today is the actual day to do it. <laughs> Let's, not do it, talk- Let's not, not do it today. Let's not do it today. Listen, it's not nothing to do with their, their wrestling skills. I think they're still gonna be pushed very heavily. I think it's a cultural thing, and just with them, because I don't think it's WWE who's dressing them. I think that they <laughs> have the. <laughs> if you know where let's I'm going, it's another day. We can do this another day. Let's let's continue to. To to grab our our, our our evidence for this stuff, and l- let's put it together, and uh, and we'll we'll definitely address this. We'll definitely address this when it hit when it's hit row's time. We will talk about hit row. Yeah, uh, let's get to Survivor Series if that's okay with you. Yeah, let's do it. Let's start from the bottom. The matches that were announced that don't have fucking glaring gape, gaping holes. Can I just say something about Survivor Series? doesn't seem like they care <laughs> it, it, i feel like they care more about money in the bank now i feel like money in the bank to me feels like a show where it's like we can't miss that yeah it's more like but i know a lot of people love survivor series and they and they love that vibe i love survivor series but i know that wwe doesn't love survivor series i'll be honest i was tentative in buying the ticket to this show because i know survivor series are usually very big hit and misses there is usually one match, which is usually a traditional Survivor Series match, that is good sometimes. This year may not be that year. Um, and then that's usually it. I've seen a lot more bad Survivor Series than I've seen good Survivor Series. Um, so I was tentative in getting a ticket to the show. I was literally going to watch it at home, and I was like, well, you know what? They're in fucking Brooklyn. Like, it's right there. Like, I can do this. Um. So yeah, it doesn't really seem like they care to be honest with you, but hey, we're here. You matches, talk about should, it. matches, the matches should be good. I mean, I'm that's goes beyond saying, but I think they do this every year, and I feel like there's two things about it, right, Mills? It's like when they do the invasion stuff, people hate it because they just got drafted, right? When they do it, where, hate it. Oh my god. <laughs> When they, when I'm saying they, you see it, you were there. They hate the invasion stuff. They feel like they did it too much. They did it what three years in a row. They hated it, and they stopped doing it. 
So this year they stopped doing it. They actually focus storylines on things that are going to happen when the show is over, which is what I heard some people say <laughs> before, where it's like they should focus on the things that are happening on the show so that the show just seems like the all-star game of the of the of WWE, which it is. And people still hate that. Listen, people hate the all-star game too. That's why they had to jazz up all the rules and <laughs> <laughs> they had to change up all the rules. It's like, oh, you get this points and this points, and then towards the end, you got to make up to you got to reach 150 to win. And I'm just like, okay, all right, all star game. Um, dunk contest is not funny anymore. Anything is not funny anymore. WWE could they could make Survivor Series a thing. They could add implications to these matches. But to be honest with you, they're just like, yo, let's get the shit over with. <laughs> yeah, I think the last time a Survivor Series match had implications was like. When Seth authority versus authority, oh, yeah, versus authority. Thing. yeah, yeah, that was the last one. Yeah, uh, I'm not. I mean, I'm not even gonna. You know, I listen. It wasn't the best build, but we get we get a bunch of we get six really good matches out of this. Yeah, we here. Fuck it. Yeah, let's go. Whatever. Yeah, I'm like whatever. Like people are making a big story about this. I listen. I do not care. It is really good matches, and we get to see Biggie and Roman. What more could I fucking ask for? And that's that actually that has a build. <laughs> so like, what do you say? <laughs> you know what I mean? So whatever. Uh, Damian Priest, United States champion versus Shinsuke Nakamura, IC champion, champion versus champion. Shinsuke has been on the tear. I'm not going to lie. He's been working his ass off. He's got his working boots on. Damian Priest, one of the, one of the biggest breakout stars of the year. I, I think that, I think people I'm, sleep with him a lot, honestly. I don't think we've seen him since he was beat up by <laughs> T-Bar on Raw. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But God bless him. I mean, definitely a this is a, a match that is just like, okay, we doing wrestling. We're gonna get some kicks off. This is a I think Damian Priest is excited about this match. I think Shinsuke Nakamura is excited about this match. Um it's just gonna be a good one. I can't even and, and I don't know who's gonna win because to be honest with you, well, you know what? I'm gonna say Damian Priest is gonna win. Um I was going to say, like, Damian Priest and Shinsuke Nakamura in the same boat, but I think Shinsuke Nakamura is floating by a lot more than Damian Priest is at this current moment. Yeah, it seems to be there's, like, maybe two people who could potentially take that title from Shinsuke right now on that show. It doesn't but seem like the title's a, a, a focus a point. I know Corbin, is, but he beat them, and then they just kind of went away from it. Yeah, and then now they're in, like, doing a tag team feud so he's definitely not gonna get it but then like the the lotharios have been beating them too so it's, I, I don't know i don't know what they're doing there <laughs> it's weird but um i'm gonna go out on the limb and say nakamura should win this i think he needs to win more than anything you know what that would be cool that will be, cool. <laughs> be cool i'm, I'm still gonna go with damon priest yeah i i mean i think they they both like both of these guys but I think it should be. A, I think more than anything, it should be a banger. I think Corey Graves had it right on the right on the nose when he said this could steal the show, and I do think it could. Um, RK Bro versus the Usos, champions versus champions. It's tough to to it's tough to think how how this would work, but Riddle never has bad matches. Randy Orton's on a tear, and the Usos are one of the best tag teams of of all time. So I have no worries about this. I think that again, the Usos will probably win this one. Cause they've just been booked stronger lately. I don't know, but Randy's Randy though. <laughs> yeah, I was, but I was gonna say like Riddle eats a lot of pins, so like, oh, that's true. I don't know. That's true. I think you know, 
I was going to say this is a match that could have easily happened on Monday Night Raw, and then it kind of did last night anyway. But it's a, I think, from this match, what I would expect is a lot of, like, false finishes, a lot of going the distance type of stuff. It's still weird for me to accept Randy Orton as a tag team competitor since he kind of still works very much a Randy Orton type of deal. Um, he hasn't really needed Riddle as of yet, but he, they, I guess, depends on him in a sense. So there isn't really that tag team camaraderie. Um, either way, I'm going to go with... Good Lord. I guess, uh, yeah, the Usos. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Who the fuck cares? Well, I, or or you could go with if they're trying to do this, even though it doesn't technically make sense with with it. Okay, let, let's be clear. Like they're still gonna probably do the 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 brand tallies. I'm thinking this year Raw is gonna win the brand tallies. I would say so. Somebody gotta get punished by Adam Pierce. <laughs> yeah, someone has to be. And I, 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 would it be the Raw side getting punished? Who who are we gonna heal on more until Brock Lesnar comes back? That's the thing. I have no fucking because, idea. Because that's gonna be the few coming back, and and from what I'm thinking, it's gonna be Brock versus Adam Pierce, which I think is a good pivot for Brock. If theoretically Roman's gonna get the Rock, that's a good thing for him. And you could have, oh my God, are they gonna do Von Wagner versus Brock Lesnar? That would be terrible. What was Von Wagner doing there? Let's talk about that. What, what the fuck? I looked at my television. I was like, no, you aren't. This has to stop. <laughs> it has to stop. This nigga is. I knew that was why he was growing out the beard. I was like, oh, suddenly he's growing a beard now? I was like, oh, okay. He's going up to the main roster. This has to stop. But I, but what I was going to say was, like, if you do the Usos losing to, to, to spread doubt on Roman winning so that you stop this clean sweep. For the mm, bloodline. Mm, yeah, it could be. You could do that. So I'll, I'll say RK, bro. Okay. Uh, next up, Big E versus Roman Reigns. This is, and, and if this is predictions is a little short to you guys, it's because there's literally no story to any of this. So there's yeah, not there's much no. yeah. there's not much you can call from this. But um Big E versus Roman is interesting. A lot of people think Big E is going to win. I have been accustomed and and conditioned to think that you should never bet against Roman Reigns, so I will not. Roman Reigns will probably win this. <laughs> you will probably, no matter what shenanigans, no matter how many New Day appearances, no matter how Uma Uso appearances, Roman Reigns will win this match. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does. It literally doesn't matter, like at all. Um, so yeah, I really have. Unfortunately for Biggie, who was our guest last week, yeah. I mean, I just hope it's a good match. How about that? It's the moment. I, I think it's been built up so much that like all you need to have is Biggie getting a little bit of comeuppance on Roman for what he's been doing to Xavier. And that would be good enough for me. But it's like it's just like SmackDown is just so heel driven right now mm-hmm. that it's crazy. <laughs> like it, it is literally driven by the bloodline and all the other hills on that show. That, that it, it's crazy. Like they need they need a, a breakthrough face. I'm, I'm thinking they, they they're thinking that Drew is that guy. And uh, I, I honestly think it, were, it could potentially be Drew beating Roman. I really don't think the Roman and Rock match needs the belt, man. I really don't. I don't think so, neither. 
like just have him lose a belt, man. Let, let's free the show up. It's becoming like Oscar. Uh, I don't want Brock him to lose it to Brock, of, though. <laughs> I don't want him to lose it to Brock. No, 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 no. I, I, I think that lose I think that. Uh, yeah, it's got to be true. Right. It's, I'm just All saying right. that we we're, we're being oppressed in the same way that we were with Brock and Oscar right. at one point. I agree. I agree. You're being oppressed. Um. So I got Roman winning. You got Roman winning. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. This is my match of the night. Okay. This is my match of the night. These two, they just know each other. As much as we think that they're, you know, they hate each other because all the dirt sheets and stuff like that, they working. They working big time. (laughs) And if you fall for it, that's on you, but they working. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Becky's at another level right now. I think, like I said last week, I think Becky's even better than she was when she was before she left. Mm-hmm. Charlotte on another level. I think when it comes down to best wrestlers of the year, definitely in my top five, without question. I think but she's I think a she's great like, mind. Yeah, she's definitely gonna lose this match. It's the Wiley Coyote Speedy Gonzalez <laughs> of the WWE. Ah, uh, too. I feel like they're swervers and have Charlotte lose. Charlotte win. Wait, no, no, Char- Charlotte lose. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who loses in this? They're two, listen, they're two mega powers. Who backstage says I'm taking the L? <laughs> Charlotte can lose because it casts doubt to let people think Tony Storm is going to win the fucking belt. I, I, dog, is Charlotte going to actually hold this title to WrestleMania too? She might. She might shit. Who gonna beat her? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tony could beat her. I do you think you think Charlotte going up her tall ass going up for the damn this the the uh what's her shit called? The Stormbreaker? Hell no. Yeah. Roll Tony, up. I don't think Tony beating her now. Tony uh, Tony getting her nice little Royal Rumble match, getting a Royal Rumble shot, losing, and we move on with our lives. Shotzi should win the title from Charlotte. Mm. Shotzi should. Mm. Shotzi should. Okay. Okay. Next up, the 515 Women's Survivor Series elimination match, which, again, is going to be tough for us to predict. Bianca, Rhea, Liv, Carmella, Queen Zelina on Raw, Sasha, Shayna, Shotzi Natalia, and TBA. Yeah. <laughs> They took on oh, SmackDown. They took Aaliyah out of the match after she. I'm guessing they saw her vomit on herself. They saw her vomit. It was like, take that nasty bitch out this match. <laughs> <laughs> Keep her <laughs> off have me. Ever, have you ever been so hyped that you threw up? No, I don't throw up like that. I don't. It's not a thing. It's not a pleasant feeling. But also doing it. I told. I told Aaliyah. I said, listen. All you have to do is not break your hand. The bar is that low. And she said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on. And yeah, they probably took her out the match. It's like, get that nasty shit out of here. Um, <laughs> I don't know who replacing her. I'm sure. I'm the Vince looking at her like, you got a stomachache, girl? You want a, you want a Pepto-Bismol? You want an acid or something? You got some, what's going on over there? Diddy would say that's not sexy at all. Diddy. If we're talking about what would Diddy do, Diddy would be like, that's not sexy. 
take that bitch uh, off my show. <laughs> uh, listen, listen, man. Who could replace her on this roster? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi? Um, Zealy? Oh. oh. But would you want to have Zia Lee debut just to get pinned and like some like offshoot? If, I, if I'm if I'm if Zia Lee's debuted, Carmella better duck because she's getting kicked the fuck in the head. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carmella oh, better duck. Zelina better duck. Everyone better get the fuck out of her way because <laughs> she's kicking the shit out of somebody. Jesus Christ! I'm looking at the women now. It's, it's either actually... Naomi or Zia Lee. Yeah, or Zia Lee. Is it Zia Lee or Zia Lee? Zia, Zia, Zia Lee. Yeah. Excuse uh, me, five fan. It's either Tony, Stephanie McMahon, Sonya Deville, <laughs> not Stephanie McMahon, or Naomi. That's it. That's the only choices they have. Or it or if, Tony. if you want to get wild, Kayla Braxton. <laughs> but that that's like a completely heel move, though. Like Tony, like as a face, the baby face he's trying to be would never like accept that. So it has to be a heel, right? Or it has to be someone who's like just debuting. So you you might be right that it's Zaylee. Yeah, I mean, give it to Zaylee. She's been there for a minute, you know. Yeah. As long as you don't throw up, girl, or break your hand, the bar is literally that low. But she end up she gonna kick somebody in the fucking face <laughs> and, and fuck them up for real, and that's gonna be the end of it. And that's gonna be the end of it. Um. <clears throat> With this match, I feel like if you don't have Bianca on your on your team, you're not gonna win this one. It's definitely going to Raw. It yeah. is not even close. Ain't nobody stronger than Bianca to me in any in either of these. And these are great, these are great talents. But I love Shayna Baszler, but she's looking like a chump. <laughs> she's looking yeah. like a chump. I'm sorry. It'll probably be like Rhea and Bianca versus Sasha. <laughs> yeah, and they beat her ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I do. I'm sorry. Sasha stands on the show. I'm sorry, but if it's if it's between those two, I mean, she gonna try the little Shawn Michaels shit, you know? Yeah, she gonna try that little comeback stuff, but you might get kicked in the face, baby girl. I don't know what to say. I think Bianca and Rhea are soul survivors. I think that's that's your collision course for Mania to me. I agree. It's, it's, it's those two. You got to do it. Why not? Right. I, no, I agree. I agree, one hundred percent. But Dewdrop might do something. I don't know. Dewdrop in a hater. She's been extra she hatery. She said she was going to wait, bro. All right, all right. She better not be lying. <laughs> I heard what you said about her last week. I ho- I hope really? she heard it too. That's what, why what? we get these opportunities, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> what is your, what is your problem? I just wanted to know what is, what is your problem with uh with with Dewdrop. Yeah, why, 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 why? Um, because she says, "Oh, why does Bianca keep getting title matches even though she don't deserve it?" And I said, "Affirmative action." What the fuck? Like, why the fuck? Why I can't? Why can you? Why can y'all fail and and keep getting opportunities and we can't? You know what I'm saying? Uh, all right. Uh, I racial think I got angle, raw- baby. Racial angle. I, I got raw. I got raw winning this by a mile. Um. Lastly, the men's five one five Survivor Series elimination match, Team Raw led it's by raw. Seth Rollins. It's Raw. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. T- Team Raw led by Seth Rollins, Seth, uh, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, and Austin Theory. 
uh, Team SmackDown, Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, King Woods, Happy Corbin, and TBA. Looking at the roster, though. TBA is going to end up being that weird nigga who has the fetish for Sheamus. Um, oh, Ridge. Or Sheamus himself. Or Sheamus himself. Or Sheamus himself. Um, yeah. But, which would be nice. I mean, if Drew and Sheamus come down to the final two on this team, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Um, but a team with Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley. I mean, Austin Theory is a little, somebody got to take the pin. But Bobby Lashley? Who pinned that? Here's my thing. Here's my thing. There is way too much inner team chaos. I hate it. Yeah, there's way too much inner team chaos with Raw for them to win this match. Bobby and Austin are in a storyline with Ray. I know that doesn't matter and probably won't even play out the way that I'm saying it right now, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure the Seth, the Finn, Seth, Kevin thing is going to factor in somehow, some way, shape, or form. It might. It might, to be honest with you. Um, how do you feel about all the changes to this match and to the card thus far? Like, what do you think is the reason behind that? Do you think they were never set in stone, or do you think they just have like better ideas all after the fact? Or is this planned or is this like, yo, fuck it. In in terms of, <clears throat> I mean, I think I think they've covered it pretty well in everything other than Sammy's case that it was storyline, right? That it was yeah. like with, with Sammy's, it was just kind of like they just wanted Jeff in the match. I'm pretty sure he probably knew that. With Jeff was still in the match either way. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, which was weird. But I think with the raw stuff on the men's side, it was because of the, the Ray Mysterio angle with Adam Pierce and Bobby Lashley and Ray have a thing going now, which is completely fine. Um, I, the women even make sense because Aaliyah Panetti, that, that all of that, I, I thought it, they ended up making it make sense to me in some way, shape or form and better than most years where it was, there's going to be a title match the Monday before Sunday, mm-hmm. who knows who's going to win and, and, the, and the other guy won. And then they changed. <laughs> so what's the difference? Um, that's way better. That usually led to way better matches than whatever they're doing now. <laughs> we got Styles versus Brock instead of Gender versus Brock. I'm with it. And we got. And then they were gonna do Styles versus Brock again, and they were like, actually, it's gonna be Daniel Bryan versus Brock. And then they were gonna do Randy versus Roman, and then they said, actually, we're gonna do Drew versus Roman. So that usually, out. Yeah, that that was it's almost through. Undertaker was like, "Yo, I still got to retire after this shit." Like, <laughs> oh my god. Um, nonetheless, I think Survivor Series should be fun. I'll be in the building. Hopefully, it's not. Listen, they have these matches. Just these six matches. I'm perfectly fine with it. Don't add another match. I'm really not trying to be there that long. <laughs> um, so do, okay. Last question. Last question before we get out of here. Sh- sure. Is Dwayne Johnson showing up? No. I want him to, but no. I feel like no. I don't know. Who, who comes out of the portal for Roman at the end of this? Well, isn't there like something that Brock Lesnar is buying tickets to SmackDown this week? Yes, this Friday. Or no, 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 in December. In December. Yeah. He's buying it. Oh, yeah. He's sitting next to you. <laughs> what a weird thing to promote. What a, lo- what a great local ad. 
<laughs> I think that's for I think that's for Adam, I think that's for, for Adam Pierce though. Maybe I mean who knows? What if he buys it only for the dark match? <laughs> what if it's a local ad? Um, I want to guy, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, no, I don't think Rock comes out. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. They probably save it for Rumble or something. This is Barclays. Like Barclays is great, but also like Barclays is not the epicenter of where shit happens. Also, they're not selling enough tickets for that shit. Wow. Wow, I just got the bias there. I, I'm pretty sure someone who's listening is like, "Don't listen to him. He's doing the Knicks thing." I'm I just keep... got... <laughs> I love Barclays because it takes me 20 minutes to get there. However, besides the Shield debuting, nothing important has happened at the Barclays. <laughs> right? They don't even book shows around like, "Oh, we're at Barclays. Let me add a special." They don't do none of that shit. They really don't. God bless you, though. Jesus Christ. I, I literally, I'm so late on that. I'm mad that I let you, uh, I'm mad that I, that I even let you sucker me into that. But anyway, this weekend, Survivor Series, after the show, we're going to have a Survivor Series Spaces on Twitter. We'll all be uh, we'll all be there dropping the hot takes. Make sure you join us on Twitter. We'll drop the link. I mean, I'll sh- I'll try to show up. I'll try to, outside of the Barclays Center, I might, you know. Yeah, if- we're not expecting you to show up. <laughs> I might pop in, you know. Say a little bing bong, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god! Uh, okay. <laughs> so as always, subscribe to our Patreon. We're at 75 patrons again. We're only 25 away from the hot chip challenge. If you want something cool for Christmas, you would let us. You would you would allow us to do the hot chip challenge on camera, and maybe we like do it and then try and do uh, Randy Orton's theme song while we, while we eat the chip. Do not do this. Do not ruin my Christmas. Um, <laughs> maybe the 2022 type thing, but do not ruin my Christmas with me having to eat this dirty chip. But yeah, if we get to 100 patrons, we'll eat the chip. So make sure you you know, you know sign up. You tell a friend to sign not, up. Not, it's the, not the chips. The chip, okay? The chip. the chip. Yes, yes, yes. So make sure you tell a friend to sign up. Make sure you tell your man to sign up. Make sure you tell your girl to sign up. Um... Next month, all right, so we did the watch along this week. We did NXT versus Raw versus SmackDown. So we have a tentative one for December, which is going to be, we're, we're talking Starcade. Yes. Sting versus Hogan. So we're going to do yes. the watch along for that. So, yeah, you have that to look forward to. And I'm sure we have a lot of end of the year content for December. So you're going to want to sign up. I mean, to be honest with you, I may even do, listen, I, I don't have any idea right now. We need to do like a holiday party somehow. I don't know. I'll get back to you, people. Let's let's I'll, think about that. Uh, we got two new patrons, by the way. Uh, shout out to, them. shout out to. I believe this is Donnie Lucci. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, he came back. Listen, he knew what he was. <laughs> he, knew. he knew what he was missing. He knew what he was missing. Yeah, they always come. And back. also, thank, you, thank you to Leo as well for uh, joining the Patreon. Appreciate and, that. And shout out to Amber as well. Amber had a problem with the patron Patreon thing. They were hating on her big time. They thing her account. I managed to, you know, call a few people, cut a few strings, and now she's back. So shout out to you, Amber, for becoming a patron again. And hopefully you don't go through any more inconveniences, um, you know, in the future. But yeah, you know, thank you guys for signing up. Yeah. And thank you guys for listening. So for Meals, I'm Justin. For The A Show. We'll see you next week with the fallout of Survivor Series as we head to day one.
Peace out.